We live with our mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. And we are living multi-gen. Hello and welcome to Living Multi-Gen. I'm Sarah Carter. And I'm Tom Carter. And we live in a multi-generational household, and that's why we started our podcast series. This is episode 12, and uh, just so happens the timing, you know, we started podcast in 2020 at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. and uh, our goal for year one was simply to uh, create one podcast episode every week for the year. Of course, we did start a few weeks, like I think, because we were getting things together, getting a website up, getting our social media done. Um, yeah. And now, of course, we are in the midst of the um, shutdowns across the country due to COVID-19. Uh, this is March 29th, um, and uh, we're excited to be here with you today, but uh, wish we were discussing different current events Um but that being said, we are all in this together mm -hmm. and something that uh, we have kind of put on pause our traditional topics of focus with living in a multi-generational household, being Gen Xers, uh, raising children and having um, obviously uh, are sort of supporting our parents and having them here in our home. Which we haven't seen in a while. Yes. <laughs> so that's true. We yeah. have not. Yeah, so We live in the same house, but we do not see each other for obvious reasons. So. Right. We've we've pretty much uh, quarantined them um, and us, so to speak. Uh, they live um, in a daylight basement um, in their own uh, living area. And we live upstairs with our three children and with the um, severity of our current circumstances in this country and around the world, we felt it the best. And they did as well <laughs> that uh, we don't um, interact in the household. Um, so we are um, getting outside to communicate, keeping our distance, um, making sure that we limit exposure to anything we want to keep them safe, keep everyone safe, mm -hmm. and we feel this is the best way to go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think uh, I think we've been doing a good job too because I, I believe um, um, they haven't really been reported to being sick. And I know kind of the we don't think we have the coronavirus here, but I know something is kind of running through our family. We all kind of have a cough a little bit. I mean, I guess we don't know. Right. It's, it's been happening since yeah. uh, February. I want to say it was mm -hmm. in February when this all started, where we, you know, obviously, if you've listened to our, our past episodes, uh, episode 10, 11, I was, I was sick. Um, my mother was sick in early February, mm -hmm. ran through the children. Tom's been having a little bit of achiness. Um, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't know. There's just not a lot of information out there. Yeah. There's not the ability to get tested, nor is it necessary when we have so so many, excuse me, in the country who really do need the medical assistance and healthcare. Um, so that being said, you know, we are we live uh, rural. We mm -hmm. um, live 20 minutes from a grocery store. Um, I've mentioned that too. We've our environment, our living environment is a little different. We live on acreage. We have um, a couple of dairy goats. We have chickens. We have, uh, we're in the works on our garden for the year. We should have kids here pretty soon. Yeah, we'll yeah. have kids, kids, goats, baby, baby goats. goats. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be nice because we're going to have milk again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so dairy goats were purchased for 
self-sustainability consumption, honestly, we had no idea yeah. that we would be in the scenario we're in. And we're, you know, we're grateful that we are. Um, we'd love to even, you know, if anybody has, if, uh, if we have a hand raiser out there, who'd love to talk more about what that looks like here in the future. We uh, started embarking on um, dairy goats two and a half years ago, I want to yeah. say. And um, so it's been, it's been a very, um, we, we've enjoyed having goat's milk. We make goat's cheese, very rewarding. yogurt. Yeah. Now more than ever, though, I think, yeah. I don't think we realized. And now, you know, obviously with the scenario that we're in and just not knowing, um, and that was kind of our goal. We just had this interest and curiosity and self-sustainability. Um, so we've really gone that route. We've got 10 chickens who produce more than enough eggs. Yeah, way more than enough. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, of course, too, we're getting ready to prepare the garden. Uh, that's the one thing we live in. a We live in the Pacific Northwest and, of course, don't have the ability to have year round unless we have a greenhouse, which has been another consideration. But quite frankly, right now, um, we are being very careful financially, as I imagine that people all over the country are. Um, my heart goes out to everyone. I know there's, you know, I've had a lot of friends, colleagues who, uh, former colleagues who've, um, been recently furloughed or laid off, uh, not knowing what that looks like. And, uh, we just, um, want you to know that, uh, we're thinking of you and, uh, I know this is a hard time, but we always persevere. We, we will, we will, we will get through this, um, get this together and that's essentially what we want to be here to do at this time. So throwing our topics that we had for the year out the windows for the time being, yeah. we really just wanted to have the chance to to share what we're doing right now and and be um you know just just be there for our listeners and anybody out there, friends, family, um those maybe we've just met as far as what that looks like, you know, the kids are doing well. Uh, Tom actually has taken the lead. So we were actually supposed to have gone on a vacation. We were supposed to have left this last Wednesday and come back uh, Thursday the 2nd. Uh, we were taking the kids to a small surfing uh, community in Mexico. Um, our goal was to actually visit multi-generational households in the area. We had signed up to do some of that. And of course, expose the children. We wanted to. Um, we're back. We were backpacking it. We were going to take the city transportation um, to the surfing village from uh, the airport. Um, we wanted it to be very simple. We wanted to experience the culture, and of course, start our um, focus on multi generational families um, and support systems internationally. Um, but of course, that's that's on pause indefinitely at this point. Uh, we're hoping that we can do that next year. But that being said, Tom is home on vacation um, right now. He had They plan their vacation a year in advance, so there's not really much you can do about that. I actually uh, revoked or uh, decided to re, you know go to work for the time I had requested for vacation. So I am working, working from home um, full time. And of course, I'm in the industry of online car buying. Now, um, you know, people are not necessarily, you know, the volume of car buying has gone down substantially. There's many other things that we are thinking about um, right now. But um, when you talk about uh, maintaining the automotive industry, online car buying is key right now. So I've been very busy. 
um, helping my clients um, to find, you know, and use the online retailing resources for car buying for their customers. So Tom has been home. He's been working uh, with the children. We've tried to set up a schedule just to keep them um, learning, keep them uh, consistent and get, uh, getting on a routine. So honey, how, how has that been? <laughs> yeah, been a uh, couple vacations. <laughs> we were planning on like the, what I said, going to Mexico and stuff. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, not doing that. In fact, we were uh, shopping. Uh, we went to the, the Dallas, which is the uh, next town um, west of us here, uh, to do some shopping. And as we were coming out, Lincoln was like, are we supposed to be in Mexico? And I know that that's kind of when it started to hit me. Like, yeah, we actually should be shopping in Mexico right now, not shopping here. Um, but I think in all, um, you know, really teaching the kids, like waking up in the morning and, you know, doing math with them and um, reading and, you know, I'm brushing up on a lot of things. I realized that my uh, math skills are about a sixth grade level right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're having to, I'm having to do it. Ask I Google think that's a lot probably better questions. than me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can't imagine. But I'm recalling a lot of stuff. Uh, which is we nice. can all relate. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I'm like, oh, okay, I remember this. And, and it's been, I've noticed there's a part of our family that we have never done when we we love to explore and love to go out we love our vacations we love to travel we like to we want to show our kids the world if if, if we had impossible impossible mm -hmm. i mean i don't think we have shown our kids the world but we've we've been well, around and, we have to be financially yeah, responsible and, in the process we don't have a lot of extra spending travel money so on budget <laughs> yeah on budget and so i think we're always in that mode and i don't think we've never really been in mode of stay home with the with the kids and just trying to for us in the beginning, it was kind of grinded out because it felt like that. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, we really wanted to get out. Um, and I think there's been a lot of big benefits of just staying home and just being a family right now yeah. and not going out. I feel like we're, we're closer. I agree. Um, and it's kind of like, a, so I guess the high, not the, um, the upside of staying home um, is that, you know, is yeah, we didn't go to Mexico, which is which is very sad. Especially like, you know, like Sarah said, we we were we wanted to interview other families that live multi-gen, and we wanted to. I was really looking forward to that that, and maybe even having a connection down there that we can mm -hmm. talk to and or call or, you know, I was very excited about that. But you know, also too is just um, being here with the family and teaching the kids and it's been it's actually been really nice it's been really nice and and um, definitely uh I rethink homeschool a little bit <laughs> even though I do say that um yeah I mean like I could do it I could do it but there is I mean uh definitely a lot of respect for the teachers yeah I definitely have a lot of respect for that but it's been good it's been um yeah, I still have another two shifts off, so another another week or so. So. Well, what I worry about now is, you know, right. obviously we. So the, for those who haven't listened on previous episodes, we have, we have an agreement with my parents where you know essentially they they live here with us, um, free of room and board. You know, it helps to give them more flexibility in retirement. They're on a fixed income in retirement, um. So. Well, I should say Social Security plus you mm -hmm. know some some retirement, but not you know and that was. 
kind of the focus is it allowed them to do the things that they like to do and enjoy. And it was going to be help for us in the years that they still could, you know, help with the kids. And then of course, later on, it would, it would reverse the role, you know, the, the kids and my, my Tom and myself would take care of them as they aged and were less mobile. Um, but right now, I mean, they've up until now, he's been three years now, they've been helping with the kids because Tom and I both work. Now that we're in full quarantine, they, we don't, we don't have that ability. So it's been really nice for Tom to have vacation, but you know, he's going to be going back to work. I have to work. I'm extremely busy right now with work. And now we've got to figure out how we're going to manage the, the kids because yeah. we just don't want to expose, especially with you going to work and coming home. Yeah. We can't afford to expose them because of their age and the fact that they're, you know, my, my father specifically is high risk. Um, you know, he has just about every single one of, of the risk factors for, um, compromise and, um, uh, having some sort of issue in respo- respect to, uh, the respiratory issue, you know, situation they're referring to with COVID-19. So it's really put a, a interesting kink in our <laughs> traditional, yeah. you know, our, our life. And, 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 you know, I say this and I know that you guys all share in this because I know so many of you are dealing with the same scenario. This is something we've never, I never could have imagined or fathomed dealing with. It's extremely surreal, but at the same point, like it's just, you make do, you figure it out. Everybody's being flexible. Everybody's being understanding. I, I can't tell you how many clients I've had on the call. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. You can hear the kids and he's like, they're like, they, everybody is in the same boat. So there's a lot of forgiveness, a lot of understanding. Mm -hmm. You notice that uh, with your work is that usually when I, I have the kids in the morning and you're working, um, usually every once in a while you're poking out your head, like, Hey, I've got a call here in like Mm -hmm. five minutes. (laughs) Can you guys please be quiet to go outside, which is totally understandable. You don't want to be on a, Mm -hmm. uh, working with a client and hear kids in the background and understand that. Now I we never hear that. Like the kids, sometimes the kids will yell and stuff. I'm like, hey guys, mom's on a call. I get but it. you're never frustrated. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, well, and on the yeah. other end, they must be like, well, yeah, Deb, we know you're working from home now right. because of this. Yeah. yeah. I think the big thing I was a couple of times I was holding large, large training sessions um, with groups of 20 plus or more, and I had recording sessions that I was doing. So on the recorded sessions, I really didn't want the kids in the background. But for the most mm-hmm. part, everybody's been ex- very accepting and understanding. And I'm sure you guys all out there are experiencing the same thing. You know, one thing I will say through all of this, um, I, I definitely think it, it it helps to ground us. It brings us yeah. together. It, it helps us to uh, create more compute community, which is interesting considering the fact that we really can't communicate and we can't, you know, socialize like we are used to. Mm-hmm. But we find other forums, like last night, I had a call with some of my closest friends um, from young days that we've kept in touch um, literally like 20, what would that be? 30 years, actually. I think I've known the girls, for the, the gals, I should say not girls, the gals, the ladies for 30 years. And I set up a, a Zoom meeting uh, mm-hmm. from uh, my account and we all jumped on. We were ended up being on the call for over two hours. So Anybody out there who's interested in doing those types of things, definitely encourage it. It was great. We've um, done Zoom meetings with kids. The, like, kids, are, yeah, yeah, the kids are, yeah, the kids are using it. Yeah. It's been great. Mm-hmm. It really has. It's it's really helped everyone. And it's, you know, so grateful for technology and the resources we have today. And, um, you know, that's one thing to definitely be thankful for. I think another thing, too, which I actually posted recently is 
you know, think about the planet. It's really slowed down. We are not mm-hmm. using cars. We're not, you know, exhausting so many of the resources. This is this is actually a rest and recuperation time for our planet, you know, and that's yeah. that's huge. I think that's, you know, mm-hmm. we don't realize, um, you know, they were talking about how the Ven- the waters in Venice had cleared and they were actually seeing dolphins. And I'm sure there's other parts of the world that are experiencing the same thing. You know, the, the lack of smog, how far you can see based on air quality, the ozone layer. I'm really curious to see like what they say. So, you know, as far as the results of what, you know, our experience is now. So just try to, I'm trying to keep looking at the glasses half full that, you know, we are, we have so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um I know there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, there's so many factors, not just when it comes to COVID and being um, quarantined or, or uh, uh, restricted to home and essential business. But, and then of course, too, I mean, loss, job loss. And know that um, I think this is a time when we can all come together and help each other and just know that you're not alone, no matter what it is that you're going through right now. And that we will all get through this. Um Definitely. But, you know, that being said, living, living in a multi-generational household, um, I would definitely say that's a benefit right now, even without the, the uh, being able to engage mm-hmm. um, physically with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have them here, know they're okay, know that we can, you know, we can do the grocery yeah. shopping for them. They don't have to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a level of comfort and just security. Yeah for all of us knowing we're here all together. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a whole new world, a yeah, new normal for us. Yeah. Anything else you want to share today, Tom, or anything you could think of as far as just advice or experience? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just, You want to get out, but but, (laughs) it depends on your situation too, though. I mean, your circumstances and yeah. Yeah. I think before, typically I was, um, I think just because I didn't want to get out. I don't think even last week I was like, what do I do? On, um, you know, just staying, staying inside. Like I still had that, that, like, oh, we can go hiking and go do things. Um, but. Right now, now, I mean, basically all the, all the parks are shut down and all of, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, we can't, you can't really go do anything outside of your essential work, which I get, I totally understand. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it really is limiting so many, especially, you know, depending on where you live and what your circumstances are, we have the ability to walk a couple miles and not see a soul um out here so we have been getting outside to walk i would encourage anybody you know everybody's keeping their distance definitely get out get in nature if you can i mean nature being just outdoors just breathe in the the clear you know just the fresh air and just you know do that for yourself do i know it's so hard sometimes we get into um these ways and and just uh we need but we need to push ourselves um in these times and um, yeah, it's another thing too, I've been thinking a lot about is alcohol consumption. You know, I quit drinking, um, almost two years ago and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Cause I'm not sure where, <laughs> how I'd be handling this now. If that were the case, if I, I were a drinker, 
Um, and it's definitely been a little bit harder too, as a former drinker during this time thinking, gosh, you know, that was kind of a, um, I don't, what am I like a coping mechanism? And I can see that being a coping mechanism. So by no means am I, you know, please don't take this as if I'm, you know, um, making, uh, assumptions or, you know, passing judgment. That's what I'm looking for. Passing judgment. I just recognize for myself that if I have been a drinker at this time, based on my experience in the past, that it wouldn't be healthy for me. Um, so I am grateful that I don't drink. Um, but don't get me wrong. There are days when I wish I did drink. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel, I feel everyone out there. I've definitely put on a few pounds too. Um, that's the other thing is, uh, trying to just, you know, hope in other ways and definitely food has been one of those issues as well. So something I got to focus on and start working on because we don't know when the end is. We don't know if there's an end even close to being in sight. And so it's important for us to do the things we need to do to take care of ourselves. And um, yeah, so, you know, I think that's everything for today. Honestly, we just wanted to give an update. I think this week, what we're going to do actually for our next episode is we're going to have a family roundtable discussion uh, with our children and ask for some feedback. And so we're excited to um, put that out there and um, would love your feedback too. So look out for episode 13, which will include the kids, some feedback uh, about the current state of the world and the experience that they've had living with their grandparents in a multi-generational household. So um, thank you so much for your time and be well, be safe and blessings to you all. Bye-bye.